Well, praise the Lord, everybody. Let's have church. Praise the Lord, everybody. Let's have church. Put your hands together, both feet on the floor. Let the Holy Ghost move from the pulpit to the door. Somebody help me sing. Somebody help me shout. Somebody help me sing. Somebody help me shout and chase the devil out. Well, praise the Lord, everybody. Let's have church. Hallelujah. Well, praise the Lord, everybody. All of you that are listening to IntoHisWord.com. And thank you once again. I'm the host, David. And I'm here to bring you the word of God once again. Our fifth year. I can't believe it. God has been good to us. Didn't intend on this uh, lasting this long. But I see from all the listeners from all parts of uh, the continents, whether it's North America, South America, over in the UK, Germany, Russia, all over the place. Hallelujah. People are listening to into his word. And I'm so happy for that. That means that there is somebody, some people, a group of people that's hungry for the word of God and they appreciate it. It's in their heart. It's in their mind. And I'm so thankful for that. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. When when this life is over, then my journey will begin. Hallelujah. Then my journey will begin. Hallelujah. But how do we know how we're going to get to our journey? Hallelujah. We need gifts. Hallelujah. There's a lot of gifts. Amen. So as I always say, I hope you bought your Bible today. We're going to pray. Hallelujah. And uh, perhaps you can take some time uh, between now and shortly after the prayer to grab your Bible, the word of God. I usually quote from the King James Version of the Bible. That's just the way I was brought up in church. And I appreciate that upbringing. That's the way I was taught in my first Bible study. That's the way I was taught in continual Bible studies that I've had. And that's the way I teach my Bible studies. Hallelujah. I use the King James version of the Bible. Amen. I see nothing wrong with the King James version of the Bible. Because if you don't understand it, which I didn't at first, God will open your heart and give you an understanding of his holy word. And other than that, you'd be exercising a few extra brain muscles. Amen. To help you to understand the King James Version. It doesn't have to be easy for you to understand. Hallelujah. Maybe you just have to uh, work on understanding it. A little more exercise those muscles and conform to God, his word, the King James Version. Amen. Amen. Uh, Let's pray. Dear Lord and Savior, thank you for this opportunity to share the word of God with uh, those that are gladly receiving the word of God. Uh, Keep peace upon the households, peace in the lives. In Jesus name we pray. And everybody that's listening said, Amen. Now, I know some people said amen, and I know some people didn't, and I know some people just thought it in their hearts or in their minds, but nevertheless, amen. Today, I want to talk to you a little bit about a gift from God, a gift from God. 
How many like gifts? Well, we just got through the holiday season and uh, a lot of you was running around town uh, purchasing gifts, getting in debt to get gifts. Hallelujah for one particular day. And we've already talked about that on our first message for January. We're not going to beat that dead horse, but it happens every year, every time of the year. It happens on birthdays, happens on Easter, happens at but one of the biggest times that it happens is it just passed Christmas. Hallelujah. But we give gifts to one another. But God wants to give you a gift. Amen. And it's beyond his son, Jesus, which was a gift to humanity. He wants to give you a gift called the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit. Amen. Because we need the Holy Ghost. We need the Holy Spirit. I'll just refer to it as the Holy Ghost. We need the Holy Ghost because it's going to help lead and guide us into all truth. Now, if you have your Bibles with you, which by now I pray that you do, please open your word. Hallelujah to the book of Proverbs. We'll be taking our text today from the book of Proverbs, chapter one and verse 23, starting at behold, behold. I will pour out my spirit unto you. I will make known my words unto you. I'll say that again. Behold, I will pour out my spirit unto you. I will make known my words unto you. As I said, as I say a lot in the, uh, the opening intro on these, these messages that I am so happy to be able to deliver and to put out there for the world to hear. I say this frequently that there's uh, some of you that are new to God, some of you that are wanting to listen and learn about God, and some of you that uh, want to get deeper into God. But most of all, there are some that are searching for God. But God just gave us a promise in his word where he said, I will put my word, hallelujah, put my spirit, pour out my spirit unto you, and I will make known my words unto you. But there's a lot of different ways that he makes his word known unto you, the listener. Well, here's one way right now. Through this podcast message that you're listening to, he is making his word known unto you. And as I've said before, when you know God's word, you're getting to know him better. And along with knowing God, you're establishing a relationship with God. You're getting to know him intimately. And not only that comes a responsibility. Hallelujah. Just like when you have your boyfriend or your girlfriend, your husband or your wife. uh, Hallelujah. You have built that intimate relationship with them and you spend time with them. And they put their thoughts into your mind and you put your thoughts into their mind. Hallelujah. Then they ponder them and you ponder them. But God said that he's going to pour out his spirit unto you and he will make known his words unto you. Hallelujah. I tell you, I would rather know the words of God. Hallelujah. Put on to me rather than the thoughts or the intents of a friend, relative or neighbor put on 
to me, hallelujah, or someone I'm uh, getting involved in a relationship with or, or in a relationship with. Just kept, just follow me here and understand what I mean. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's wrong to listen to your better half, hallelujah, or your other half of you, hallelujah, and and share thoughts and have a dialogue about things. But when it comes down to what you're putting into my soul, let the word of God be put down into my soul so it will lead and guide me into all truth. Amen. The word of God is peace and truth. Hallelujah. And so I will pray the father and he will give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. Even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. Hallelujah. This sounds like the other message a little bit, how the word of God has to be in you. He wants to be in you. Hallelujah. Into his word in you. He wants to be in you. But the world doesn't understand that because the world is contrary to God. The world does not believe in God, the worldly ways, the worldly system, the worldly things. Hallelujah. There's no thought of God in the world's mind. Hallelujah. Those that are not thinking of God at all. Hallelujah. Because they're not walking in truth. But we said we read here that he will send you another comforter. Hallelujah. Which is the spirit of truth. Hallelujah. Which is the Holy Ghost. Now, this was Jesus Christ talking. So when Jesus was walking the face of the earth before his crucifixion, he gave word that he's going to send forth another comforter. And we're reading this from the book of John, chapter 14, another comforter. Hallelujah. So Jesus Christ, when he was walking the face of the earth, he was a comforter to those that mourned, to those that was in difficult times in life, sick, illness, death, starvation, hunger. Hallelujah. Whatever it was. Hallelujah. He was a comforter to them. But it came a point in time when he had to go away. And he says, we're going to send forth another comforter, which is the spirit of truth. And that spirit of truth, my friend, will lead and guide you into all righteousness. But the thing is, you got to be thirsty. How many of you like water? I like water. I don't drink enough water like I should. Amen. Amen. I know a lot of you don't drink enough water. Some of you may overdo it. I read an article not too long ago and some people drink too much water and they wind up hurting themselves almost near to the point of death. So we got to watch out how we consume the water and how much water we do consume it. Hallelujah. But God has a special plan for those that thirst after water because it's best that you thirst after water. He that believeth on me, as the scripture hath said, out of his belly shall flow rivers. I said rivers of living water. But this spake he of the spirit, which they that believe on him should receive. For the Holy Ghost was not yet given because Jesus had not yet been glorified. He's speaking about the Holy Ghost. If you're thirsty, if you're hungry, all you got to do is believe. And you, and once you believe, you get baptized, repent of your sins, you know, follow the whole plan of salvation. Hallelujah. Baptize in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. But that's, that's, that's because you believe on him, as the scripture has said. 
Hallelujah. And once you believe that God is able to fill you with the Holy Ghost, once you believe that God is going to forgive you of your sins and you repent of your sins, sincerely repent, turn away, don't do them again. And God will know your heart. He says, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water, speaking of the Holy Ghost. But this spake he of the spirit, which uh, which that they believe on him should receive should receive. Do you believe on God? Hallelujah. Believe on God and receive his spirit. Receive the Holy Ghost. Now, I'm not talking about some warm, fuzzy feeling. How do you know? I I was talking to somebody that goes to one of these huge churches out here in the area that I live in. And, uh, you know, she's from the Philippines and, you know, her husband's involved in the church and and she sings, but she doesn't sing in the choir. But, you know, she sings. I said, why don't you sing in the choir? Oh, no, oh, no. So I talked to her about the Holy Ghost. She doesn't know anything about the Holy Ghost. But, you know, she hasn't heard about the Holy Ghost. You tell people where to read about the Holy Ghost. Now, she's a churchgoer. Have you read the book of Acts yet? No, haven't read the book of Acts. You know, over six, eight months ago, still haven't read it. What is it that people don't want to know? Truth. And you're in the church and you don't want to read about Truth. Hallelujah. Maybe it's because you can't read. Maybe it's because the pastor doesn't teach it. Maybe it's because you're afraid to read it because now you're faced with truth. Hallelujah. And the Bible tells us you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Hallelujah. Which way do I go? Which way do I go? Have you been um, concerned with that in your life? Do I go to this church? Do I go to that church? Do I pray this way? Do I pray that way? Which way did we go? How be it when the spirit of truth is come, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but who, whatsoever ye shall hear. Hallelujah. That he shall speak and he will show you the things to come. It is not, That's how we're going to know. Because the Holy Ghost will convict you of sin. The Holy Ghost will lead and guide you into all truth. It's the Holy Ghost that will help you through life. I know there's many times when I'm doing something or saying something or thinking about something, I get checked in my spirit. I'm like, wait a minute. That's not right. Oh, that thought is wrong. That was a thought from 30, 40 years ago. What am I doing thinking about that old life? I've been redeemed, but that's the adversary. The adversary throwing those old wicked thoughts in your mind and right there on the spot. I say, you know, I'm not going to think like this anymore, Jesus. I'm not going to do that anymore. It's just the adversary. I say, get thee behind me, Satan, for it is written. I, I, me, David, I shall live by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. I rebuke thee, Satan. I rebuke these thoughts out of my mind. I rebuke these thoughts out of my soul. I rebuke the past. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Sometimes the past has a way of coming back and haunting you. And praise God, I rebuke every past thought, every thoughts and intents of the past that tries to get me straight, uh, crooked and mixed up in my mind, heart and soul. I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. The, thy word is forever. As for me, this is my covenant with them, saith the Lord. My spirit that is upon thee. And my words, which I have put in thy mouth, shall not depart out of thy mouth, nor out of the mouth of thy seed, nor out of the mouth of the seed seed. For the Lord, 
from henceforth and forever. This is a gift from God. He's letting you know he's going to give you the spirit of God. Hallelujah. And if he gives you the spirit of God, hallelujah, and you raise your kids right, you get your spouse in the church and they get filled with the Holy Ghost and the kids get filled with the Holy Ghost. Your grandkids get filled with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. And they're telling people, telling a friend, the friend gets filled with the Holy Ghost. The friend's family gets filled with the Holy Ghost. The friend's 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 family get healed with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. It's a chain link effect. And it won't, it'll just go on forever and ever and ever and ever. Hallelujah. Good things from God. Even then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto the children. How much more shall your heavenly Father give thee the Holy Spirit to them that ask him? Hallelujah. All you got to do is, God, give me the Holy Ghost. Have a pure heart and a made-up mind. Good things come from God. Hallelujah. Perfect things come from God. Hallelujah. Whatsoever things are good, whatsoever things are holy, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure. Hallelujah. Oh, God wants to give you the gift of the Holy Ghost so bad because you need the gift of the Holy Ghost to lead you, to guide you, to strengthen you. Hallelujah. To convict you of sin. And most of all, in Romans chapter eight, it tells us that you need the spirit of God so that you can make it into heaven. Hallelujah. We got to have the spirit of God. The Bible tells us that the spirit giveth life. But whoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. Hallelujah. You see, it's talking about that same spirit, that same drink that we talked about in the book of John chapter seven. Hallelujah. Now we're talking about it again in the book of John chapter four and 14. Hallelujah. It's that spirit. It's that water. It's that spirit that's going to spring up into everlasting life. Christ in you to guide you, to lead you. Because remember, God is a spirit. John 4, uh, chapter 4 and uh, 24. John is a spirit. And them that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. God took the time out and was birthed through the Virgin Mary. And because he was birthed through the Virgin Mary, he became a physical appearance of the spiritual God. Hallelujah. Now, that's a very simple concept to understand. But for some reason, people just can't understand that. The Bible tells you God is a spirit. Later on, it tells us that Mary had a baby. His name shall be called Jesus or Emmanuel, God with us. But you're going to call his name Jesus. Hallelujah. Because he's going to save the people from their sins. Hallelujah. We need Jesus in our life more than ever. Hallelujah. You need the spirit of God in your life more than ever. Active in your life, listening, obeying, walking in the spirit and not in the flesh. Hallelujah. Because it will guide you. Christ in you to guide you. And I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statues and you shall keep my judgments and do them. Uh, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What a promise from God. These are promise. This is a promise from God. He will put the spirit in you. And once he puts the spirit in you, then you're going to walk in his statutes and his rules and his ways. Hallelujah is going to guide and lead you, as I've already been saying. God's promise is to put his spirit in you. The promise has been fulfilled. 
that the blessings of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that they, we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Hallelujah. That we might receive the promise of the Spirit through belief. Hallelujah. Through our faith, through our belief in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Through Abraham to the Gentiles. And I, unless you're a Jewish person listening to this message right now, then you are a Gentile. Hallelujah. A non-Jew. Hallelujah. And the message is for you today that you can hear the word of God. Hallelujah. And that you can have the word of God, the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit in you that will lead and guide you into all truth. But the anointing which you have received of him abideth in you. Hallelujah. And you need not anything man teach you, but the same anointing teaches you of all things and is truth and is no lie. And even as it hath taught you, ye shall abide in him. Oh, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, God, for such a wonderful promise. Hallelujah. That you just want to give mankind the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah, Lord. Now, you guys that are listening to the word, you shall covet. You should want, you should desire and have a hunger and a thirst for this Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit. That's Christ in you, the hope of glory. Hallelujah. Oh, what is the kingdom of God? Hallelujah. Where is the kingdom of God? Well, the Bible tells us right here, for the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Oh, we need you today, God. We need you more than ever today, God, to get us on our way, Jesus, to show us the righteousness of thy ways. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray, Lord. Hallelujah, because you are the great one. You are the mighty one. You are the Alpha, Lord. You are the Omega, God. You are the beginning and you are the end, Lord. Beside you, there is none other beside you, God. We ask you today, Lord, that you touch these people who hear your word, God. Save their souls, Lord. Let them desire and thirst after the Holy Ghost, Lord. Let them repent of their sins and save them. Save them, Lord, and, and fulfill your promise within them with the spirit of the Holy Ghost. Give them that most precious gift, Lord. Hallelujah. And in the name of Jesus, I pray today. Amen. And amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, I praise God for this message today. I'm so thankful for the word of God. I'm thankful for a promise, another promise from God which is to fill you with this precious gift, the Holy Ghost, so that it can lead and guide you into all truth and righteousness and help you do what's right and keep you from doing what's wrong. For God cannot lie, his will that none should perish, but that all should come to repentance. He's not willing that any should perish. He doesn't want you to die lost. He wants you to be filled with the Holy Ghost born again of the water and of the spirit and baptized in his wonderful name. Hallelujah. He took the time out of his life. He took time out of his, out of his life to show those that was walking the face of the earth that they could overcome sin and that there was hope beyond what they could see for eternal life. Remember in the Old Testament, they were always trying to 
trying to find a way in Genesis and Exodus, trying to find a way to a better life. Hallelujah. We have the Tower of Babel that was being built, trying to reach up into heaven on their own will. But there is no own way of getting into heaven. And that's why it's called Babel, because he confounded their language. He mixed them all up from Babylon. Hallelujah. The Tower of Babel. Hallelujah. Because on your own, you can't get to heaven. There's some prerequisites required to make it there. And my friend, I pray today that you get a hold of this message in Jesus name. Amen. Thank you once again. Thank you for listening to the word of God. I hope you apply this to your life. Haven't said this in a while. Listen, learn and apply. That's what we need to do if we intend on making it into heaven. Listen, learn, and apply. Will God be with you until we meet again? Drive carefully and watch your back because the devil is on attack. God bless. <laughs>